Hello, everyone. This is Trisha, and welcome back to Stack Econ Bits. This podcast will discuss the nature of the Federal Reserve Bank. Before we get started, let's have everyone introduce themselves. Today on the podcast, we have two Dans. I'm Dan Kern. And I'm Dan Smith. And for today, we'll be referring to each other as Dan C and Dan S. All right, great. So before we really get into the details, I'll explain to our listeners some basic information about the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve Bank is a central bank of the U.S. The function of the Federal Reserve is to control the quantity of money available in the economy and to regulate the banking sector. Another important aspect of the Federal Reserve is the FOMC. The FOMC is a Federal Open Market Committee. The function of the FOMC is to set monetary policy and decide how to implement policy into the economy. The FOMC aims to establish policy following the dual mandate to promote stable prices and maximum sustainable employment. Dan, would you care to explain the Federal Reserve's dual mandate? Sure. According to the Federal Reserve Bank, they have two goals which are price stability and maximum sustainable employment. Price stability is where the committee determines if inflation is meeting the 2% target rate as measured by the annual change in the core price index for personal consumption expenditures. While maximum sustainable employment has many monetary factors that affect the structure and dynamics of the labor market, these may change over time and may not be measured directly. Accordingly, specifying an explicit goal for employment is not appropriate. Instead, the committee's decisions must be informed by a wide range of labor market indicators, such as how many workers are unemployed, discouraged, and have stopped looking for a job. The Federal Reserve also looks at how hard or easy it is for people to find jobs and for employees to find qualified workers. And Dan, just like how the Federal Reserve has a dual mandate, you could say our podcast today has a dual Dan date. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay. Dan C, what are the current Federal Reserve policy tools and how are they implemented? The Federal Reserve has multiple tools for exercising monetary policy. The five major <laughs> instruments of monetary policy are open market operations, the discount rate, reserve requirements, interest rate on reserve balances, and overnight repurchase agreements. Open market operations involve the buying and selling of government securities. The federal discount rate is set by the Fed's Board of Governors and can be adjusted up or down as a tool of monetary policy. Lending at the discount rate is part of the Federal Reserve's function as a lender of last resort and is one of the Federal Reserve's primary monetary policy tools. The Federal Reserve used to provide requirements that must be satisfied by holding vault cash and if vault cash is insufficient by maintaining a balance in an account at a Federal Reserve bank, but as of 2020, this was retired to 0%. The interest rate on reserve balances is determined by the board and is an important tool for the Federal Reserve's conduct of monetary policy. For the current setting of the IORB rate, this note provides the operational settings for the policy tools that support the FOMC's target range for the federal funds rate. Overnight repurchase is when it sells a security to an eligible counterparty and simultaneously agrees to buy the security back the next day. Trisha, do you mind explaining the policy normalization? 
Sure. During policy normalization, the Federal Reserve intends to move the federal funds rate into the target range set by the FOMC, primarily by adjusting the interest rate it pays on excess reserve balances. As of now, we are in ZLB, zero low bound. This has been reached when the federal interest rate is between zero and 0.25%. If the federal funds rate is in the ZLB range, it can't go any lower. Typically, the Federal Reserve uses the federal funds rate to regulate the economy, but when it is in CLB, the Federal Reserve cannot lower it any further. If the interest rate continues to decrease, they would eventually become negative. In such cases, the Federal Reserve needs to use other tools such as quantitative easing and expansion of the balance sheet. The way that the Federal Reserve is trying to exercise policy normalization in this case is by reducing their balance sheet. The FOMC will determine the timing and pace of reducing the Federal Reserve's balance sheet. The FOMC will adjust the balance sheet so that it will promote maximum employment and price stability goals. Dan S., what is the structure of the FOMC, who is the chairman of the Federal Reserve, and when is the next FOMC meeting? The FOMC is composed of 12 committee members. Seven of the members are all the members of the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System, the President of the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, and four of the remaining Reserve Bank presidents on a rotating basis. The Chairman of the Federal Reserve is currently Jerome Powell, and the most recent FOMC meeting was March 15th to 16th of 2022, and the next one will be May 3rd through 4th. Dennis, who owns the Federal Reserve System? The Fed Board of Governors is appointed by the government, and while the Reserve Banks themselves are organized similarly to private corporations, they are not a private entity. According to the Federal Reserve Bank's website, each of the 12 reserve banks operates within its own particular geographic area or district of the United States, and each is separately incorporated and has its own board of directors. Commercial banks that are members of the Federal Reserve System hold stock in their district's reserve bank. However, owning reserve bank stock is quite different from owning stock in a private company. The reserve banks are not operated for profit, and ownership of a certain amount of stock is, by law, a condition of the membership in the system. In fact, the reserve banks are required by law to transfer net earnings to the U.S. Treasury after providing for all necessary expenses of the reserve banks, legally required dividend payments, and maintaining a limited balance and a surplus fund. The setup of the Fed is defined in the Federal Reserve Act of 1913. Dancy, why do you think it is interesting to know about the Federal Reserve and follow their announcements? Is there a meaningful reason for an everyday person to know and be interested in the Federal Reserve and the Federal Reserve policies? Do the actions of the Federal Reserve affect everyday life? Personally, I think that it is interesting to know about their announcements because they are affecting our everyday lives, whether it be them changing the interest rates and loans to them affecting the inflation rates due to the pandemic. They also come out with bi-monthly reports that sometimes talk about the economic projections There is a meaningful reason that they should be interested in the Federal Reserve Bank because they are the people that control all of the monetary policies for the USA. Dan S., what is the Fed Challenge and what is the structure? The College Fed Challenge is a collegiate competition where teams from different schools, including our team from St. Thomas Aquinas College, act as monetary policymakers. They analyze the current economy's conditions, provide a near-term economic forecast, analyze the risks to their forecast, and make policy recommendations based on their findings, essentially acting like the FOMC. The structure of the competition has a preliminary round and a finals round. Teams are randomly selected into a side of the bracket and compete against everyone on their side, 
with the same judges scoring each team. Then they move on to a finals round where two teams compete for the championship. All right. Well, I think this is a good place to stop today. We hope that you may understand the nature of the Federal Reserve a bit better after this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.